Hi, this is Samantha, and you're listening to the Layman's Doctor podcast, where we're bringing medicine home. Today, we have a very special guest, and we're going to talk a little bit about branding. So if anybody has kind of been following my page, or, you know, maybe you looked on my YouTube, yes, I actually have a YouTube channel. Um, not a lot of videos on it. You'll know that I have been very interested in branding, both in learning more about branding in general, as well as learning about branding specifically for healthcare workers. And with me, I have Dr. Shaquille Notice, who is also interested in branding as well and has recently started his own well he's a serial entrepreneur y'all will hear all about that because i'm not gonna be introducing him but he has a new brand business whatnot called sunwealth.co which is all about helping healthcare providers create profitable brands and that sounds exactly up my alley so we're gonna let him introduce himself and we're gonna go right into just having an overarching conversation about branding and learning a bit more about how we can make our brands better and make them profitable as healthcare workers notice hey sam thank you so much for that introduction i am really honored to be here on your podcast just to mention, I really do look up to you and your brand, and it is an inspiration for me. So thank you for that and blessings. My name is Shaquille Notice. I am a medical doctor and an entrepreneur. I love to build people and systems, and I take care of people, and I take care of systems. So as you would have said, I am a, an, an entrepreneur. I wear many hats, <laughs> and it's all a learning process. And it has been a wonderful walk, a wonderful journey. And I am learning. And, you know, I'm very grateful for the opportunity to network with people such as yourself. So today we will be discussing branding, yes? Yes, but I mean, other than my head swelling, that it's so, it's, that's so nice to hear, right? But before we start, you know, I want to hear a little bit more about your entrepreneurial journey. Sure. What are the things that you, or what are the businesses that you have before we start talking about branding, which is the main topic for the day? Okay. So my journey started in medical school where I noted that I had little money and I needed to, you know, uh, living on hall make ends meet so i started my first business snack and go people from 2k80 might know of it because we provided snacks before there was a burger king on campus and that kind of grew into different businesses where we had shrella actually cooking pizzas and smoothies on campus and just going into different cascades of business some failing some still here and it has been a wonderful journey my primary business is no. I am a real estate investor where I do business with my business partner, Dr. Chaz Miller, uh, who has been an inspiration to me. So Chaz, anywhere you are, big up yourself. And I also work with an amazing team in a company called Assured Wealth Investment Group Limited, which is the 
company that deals with these investments in real estate. Right now we do Airbnb, short-term rentals, and long-term rentals. So that's my primary business. Right now I'm working on a new company, a new brand, um, which we're going to get into, which is sunwealth.co. Um, and this will be helping medical field workers, persons in medicine, um, whether doctors, nurses, PCAs, to kind of focus on first building themselves as a brand, realizing the person behind the brand in order to bring it to a place where it can develop culture and then monetize in order to influence a particular niche. So that is what we're working on right now. I am in the stages of learning and developing same so that my brand can actually influence others to do the same as well as to just become more. I don't think we were ever taught that in medical school in regards to the professionalism required and also just the personal information and awareness needed to build a business, to build the person behind the business. And that's what I want to bring to light. That's super, super awesome. You know, I think you should go, I don't know if you've ever heard of Limitless Podcast. No, I've never heard. So on my podcast, I always have these two, um, I almost call them medical students. <laughs> these two doctors, um, Theon Sims and Matthew Preston. There are some doctors who started this business podcast and, you know, talk about investing and whatnot, which is things I love, love, love to see. And that's so awesome. I think that would be a great connection. And then, of course, we have to do an episode about alternative pathways where, you know, we're talking about how physicians are finding other means, other ways to not necessarily use a degree only, but find alternative careers that they enjoy, even though they're healthcare workers. So really awesome. More conversations to come. That's all I'm hearing. I love that. Thank you. Let's jump right into branding. What is branding and is it different for healthcare workers? So let's um, get into what is a brand. A brand is a representation. Usually when people think of brand, they think of a business or company that is trying to represent themselves in order to attract a certain market. In this case, yes, that is true. But a brand can be so much simpler. A brand can be... As I said, uh, what you represent, this can be you as a person. So we're bringing it back, <laughs> coming out of focus and into focus with the person behind the brand. So a brand being a representation is you now developing what you represent, what is it that you signify and what is it that you are portraying. And what I've realized is the first step really should be asking, who am I? whether it's in your career, in your relationships, business or personal, branding is important because it now helps you to realize what you represent as a person. I hope that was clear. Yes, yes, it was. So for healthcare workers, no. Do you think then that we should maybe be deliberate about our branding and then what does that even look like or should we only care about it if we're looking for in quotations profit 
or money or or having it you know result into into business for us i suppose that's a good question for me i do believe in the profit and purpose i do believe that somebody can use their god-given abilities and their talents to do what they are passionate about and monetize same to help others because at the end of the day what entrepreneurship really is is your ability to serve and the more that you serve is the more that you profit now when it is that you put your package in a brand it really helps person to identify what it is that you represent when you brand taking a step back before we reach the money part even as you as the layman person might know you personally in terms of your work environment and they can associate you with certain characteristics or oh, your fun you love to smile you are easy to talk to you are a family person you love to take care of your friends and when you step back and you look at that that actually helps you to form your brand these are qualities that you have that you can actually stratify to bring to an audience for example as a friend you can be a reliable friend you can be a friend that you know you can come to when things are hard um you can be a good son <laughs> a daughter you know things like that so i want to kind of personalize it first in terms of the brand because when it is that you realize who you actually are then you can what i call stratify in regard to categorize what it is that you want to bring to a certain market a certain client a certain type of customer and then it will help you to extrapolate in regards to propel you whether you, it is that you choose to just influence a community and you get satisfaction through that that is totally fine because there are more things that are as important are even more important than money based upon your your priorities so if it is that you are say working towards helping to impact a marginalized group if it is that you're working to help the more needy or the less fortunate then you can do that but at the end of the day it does take resources and you have to know through your brand when you tell that you sit down look at okay this is the time that i'm putting it the resources that it will expend from me then you will kind of realize what it is that's going into formulating your brand so what i'm hearing is that when you create a brand it's really about almost like giving someone a snapshot of who you are Mm. And branding, I think, sometimes gives gets like a bad reputation because I would say even for myself, people, I think sometimes we think that it's almost as if you only get to be one type of person or you only get to be one thing, which right. really and truly I don't think is true. I know with the advent of social media, we're seeing lifestyle brands for example where it's literally just someone's life so for example my tiktok brand hey. which is crazy my my tiktok is at the samantha johnson it is probably the social media that has the most followers on it right. i think i have over four thousand followers which isn't a lot in the context of stuff but it's also kind it's of a lot it's progress. I'm no, 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 no. Let's not even call it progress because I had no intentions to bring it to 
4,000 or, or more than that. It is literally, and I barely post on it as well. It's literally just me posting short form videos. I tend not to go over 90 seconds of doing the most average things. <laughs> I'm like cooking rice and corned beef, frying plantains, you know, going out to eat. Like that's literally all I do. But that is also just, that was my page where I can say, well, whatever I want to post on it, I'm mm. going to post on it. But that's also brand me, right? right. When, yes. when, now that we look at, for example, we'll talk about the layman's doctor, which is over the years, I mean, I started in 2018 and the layman's doctor has gone through rounds of, I wouldn't say rebranding, but definitely, what's the word, like fine adjustments and fine tuning. Uh, transformation, right. Exactly. That's definitely. So as I grow into the layman's doctor, Mm. the layman's doctor also grows even the things that we that that <laughs> I, I like to say we but it's really just me and then my sister who so graciously edits all my podcasts <laughs> right but it's really it's really just me but over the years it has changed and, and and you know even the things that I've that I'm talking about evolves and it evolves almost with my own career as well so while right. the layman's doctor the layman's doctor for me was really things that I'm interested in and I find interesting and that I right. think other persons would benefit from. So I do definitely see a point where, you know, entrepreneurship and creating businesses and, and just a lot of things is a lot about serving others. On the flip side of that too, I also think that sometimes branding doesn't have to be rigid. It's just showing yourself. It's almost like a bio, I guess, of right. who you are. And it doesn't have to look like this curated cuticle manicured type thing that we sometimes see and then the last yeah. point i wanted to touch on is that you said resources and i know when you say resources people automatically are gonna start thinking about money right mm -hmm. but because of social media and technology you can literally start a podcast for free instagram is for free you know Facebook, Twitter, all of these social media platforms are for free. And really and truly, even if you want to start a blog, you can technically start it for free. You just won't necessarily have a domain name or anything like that. But then resources also include time. I think a lot of times we forget that time is a very valuable resource and time is in fact money. So for me, even if you're not necessarily chasing profit, you have to be getting benefit or chasing, yeah, let's call it profit, chasing profit or trying to create a business or get business or getting customers. You also have to realize that you have to be getting something out of it, whether it is, it helps you to feel relaxed or, you know, it's an outlet for you or anything like that. I actually recorded a podcast with Dr. Rochelle Knight, who has a blog called Adventures from L. Right. Right. And we spoke about her journey and we spoke about branding and everything. And she spoke about like it started out of this love of just really going out. People would ask her all the time, you know, places to go. And she said, I'm just going to write it down. And then it ended up being this thing where she gets value from it. 
in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, it helps her to relax and de-stress. And there's also the opportunity to meet and network with a lot of people. And of course, there has been earning potential as well. So nice. really awesome stuff. Right. And well, before I even continue, you had mentioned your growth and you starting, you know, it takes a lot of commitment to stick with branding with, and not only as, a, as you would have said, building a quote unquote company based brand, but just building you, it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of sacrifice in terms of self-awareness growing changing and learning as an individual and i just want to congratulate you on that and let you know that i'm so proud of you the next thing i had wanted to mention is your example brand you you would have said that you had started at tiktok just posting everyday things and that in itself is a brand as you had highlighted that is relatable and natural people can see themselves in you and that in itself helps you to build that brand in terms of that tiktok aspect of just you and so that's what i want to bring to the forefront in terms of your personal and professional lives the way that you talk to persons the way that you smile in the mornings the way that you say good morning that is helping build brand you the way how you going now into the medical field the way how you speak to patients you listen the way how you interpret their stories their histories and you offer care just the simple things that you do and you saying okay i'm gone now i really hope everything works out just those simple things resonate with who you are and then is reflected in your brand which is a representation of your person and so that was very important and i wanted to use that example that you had given to kind of bring out the point another thing that you mentioned is the money aspect and it's very important because it takes money to care right however as you rightly said your no is a resource and i want to say that again your no is a resource we are so fortunate to be in an age of information that information is spread so easily almost seamlessly and you can be a part of that by tapping into the different platforms that are made available and so you have you will literally have a power in the palm of your hands through your phone your laptops which can be used to create content which can be used to communicate which can be used to foster growth and that's the thing that you had mentioned which i think is so powerful branding inspires growth it inspires culture and it inspires community so you not only growing the brand per se but it also in kind of institutes change in you because you now have to pivot in terms of okay how do i inspire more people how do i connect with these people how do i even connect with myself becoming more self-aware and conscious of my internal and external environments these are the things that we need to kind of open our eyes to in regards to branding when it comes to culture when it is that you now start to build it becomes more than you you would have mentioned your sister and i think you were right the first time when you said we no matter 
who helps of you. Course. Of course, of <laughs> course. Enough, enough things, enough things. You did say, minute, we did one cut, you know. But listen, I have been very intentional. Right. Very right. intentional. It's amazing. For people who have been following me from 2018 to now, there, right. there's still a lot of work to do, but there has been a lot of growth and intentional amazing. changes. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. And okay, even as you. you said it. <laughs> that's fine. I am loving, I'm loving this um, community. You just said that, you know, there are people who have been growing with you. And I believe when it is that you actually commit to growing your brand, brand you, or um, whether you extrapolate it to build a business or a community, the people that you influence also inspire you to grow because now you have this feeling of dedication, this feeling of responsibility to help the person who who has come to know you through your brand you know and i think that's that's powerful as spider-man would have said with great power comes great responsibility <laughs> you know and i think it's true because now you have the responsibility of helping the niche which you have catered to so yeah that's my point based upon what was said those are all facts and those are things that I've seen within myself as well because no, there are moments where I become acutely aware of my influence, right? And, you know, it's not, it's not to be said in a, like a conceited way or like a, oh my God, whatever type of way. But even if it's a Samantha Johnson thing, I think we had talked about this as well in our personal conversations so even on my personal pages, I know that I will never be removed from the layman's doctor. Mm-hmm. Even beyond me when, you know, I'm all about sustainability. So even when I gone and left it and someone else is doing it and running it and whatever, mm-hmm. it will never be taken away from me. It will never be subtracted from me. So I, I, even on my personal pages, and I mean, down to all my WhatsApp statuses sometimes, and sometimes I'll post things, I'm like, boy, I don't think this is in keeping with my image, you know, let me delete it. <laughs> no, for real, for real. I'm for so real. serious. And when it comes to like medical content, I'm so careful. We talked about medical jokes, for example, where I am very careful with the type of jokes that I may repost or anything like that, because... I am cognizant of not only what my brand is, but almost mm-hmm. like what the community expects from me. And the mm-hmm. fact that if I say certain things, they're going to carry more weight and hold more water by virtue of who I am in the community that I serve. I think this is a great time to segue into the part that I think people who are listening to this are going to care about the profit. Mm-hmm. It does, mm-hmm. in fact, take cash to care. It does 100% takes cash to care. So with this now, how as healthcare workers, whether they are, you know, private practitioners or they're healthcare workers who have a blog and want to make more money from it, you know, whatever way, how can we use our brand to make profit? And how can we do that in a way that doesn't look like the cookie cutter 
things that we might see? How do we put our personality and and who we are into it? Mm. Well, I think you answered the question in the question. I believe that you first have to know what your personality is, meaning what is it that makes you unique? And then it comes down to asking, who am I? You know, and when starting a new brand, we tend to dive right into products, clients, customer, profits and expenses. And we seldom start with ourselves. And I think what's important for us to do is to ask at that moment in time, what do I want? We may be in a very confusing time in terms of our career. And we actually have things that comfort us. We have things that make us happy, that would make other people happy. For example, I noted that I have a love for real estate. And what I did is that I identified with that. I then looked for mentors. I then looked for resources that would help me to build that love, that passion, and grew that focus on that. So now you're focusing on you. And after you focused on you, you can then now develop you, develop you because you yourself are a product, right? And now when you adjust your focus and adjust your vision, then you can bring it to the majority. So you have to start with a minority mindset in terms of what makes me, the individual, unique. And then it's within that scope and that, that dimension that you focus and you develop. And even if, if it is that it's a cookie cutter methodology, there are so many ways to reinvent yourself. And the funny thing is, I was going to say, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, but you can decorate the wheel. <laughs> because there are many products out there, especially, for example, hairline products, that they do the same thing, but they may cater to a specific niche. And so that's what you want to do. You want to say what? makes me unique what is it that i can bring to the table and you may be the only one who can deliver it like you do like the layman's doctor you may be the only person that can connect with the type of person that you're appealing to for example doctors teaching doctors how to invest after they have learned right so i think that's very important what i was saying is essentially person just starting with themselves using their circumstances now, their struggles, their passions, um, identifying what is important to them, developing that into a product, and then do, developing that very same product. And then that is now where the work comes in, into stratifying how you're going to implement your brand if it is that you do choose to execute on same whether it's for monetization, for influence, or just for building or sharing with a community. And so what I actually would recommend every person who is going to do this, there's actually a book. I think I had mentioned to you some. The name of the book is Business Model You by Timothy Clark. It has definitely helped me in order to concentrate in order to focus on order to categorize what I need to do in order to develop that personal business model canvas. And I can just go ahead and tell you some of the things that kind of it helped me to bring my product to. 
So, for example, I would I would love to hear that. I have the book. <laughs> oh, uh, awesome! I'm not, gonna, I'm not I'm not gonna say that I started reading it yet, but at least I acquired it. Awesome. So, just for anyone listening who is in the space where they want to know, they have an idea and they don't know what to do with that idea, but they do know it's important to them. They believe that it would be important to other people and they believe that there is a certain market to it. Now, what some of the consideration is key partners. Who helps you? Is it that you're going to get your sister to edit your, vid- your videos? Is it that you're going to have business partners? Key activities, what do you do? And your key partners are very important here because I have never started a project on my own. I don't believe in self-made. I believe that in order to grow faster, you need a who. You need someone who you can rely on and somebody who brings certain values to the table that you yourself may not be able to bring or you're not um, geared towards that key resources what you are and what you have as we would have mentioned using your now as a resource so if it is that you have a phone use your phone you have yourself you are cool you have your thoughts you can now bring try and create content right? because that in itself is a market now value provided who you help you now want to think about who it is that you're influencing, who it is that you're impacting, who is it that you want to share your ideas with in order to add value to that person. You're then going to think of how it is that you're going to develop the link and connection between those persons, and that is called your customer relationships. Then the next point would be your channels, how you deliver to these persons. And you can stop me anytime if you have any questions in any of these points. So we good so far? Yeah, the only question I have or two-part question is... Sure, go ahead. What is the difference between, or even if there is a difference between creating a brand and maybe being an influencer? Because persons listening to this, I know for me, one thing mm. that, believe it or not, that I'm not necessarily interested in, particularly, is being popular. And right. <laughs> over the years, I've had to become more and more comfortable with going out and persons recognizing me. It still surprises me to this day that I will go out. Up to last week, I went to AC Hotel and mm-hmm. someone was like, oh, you're Samantha, you're the layman's doctor on Twitter. I follow you. Mm. And it, <laughs> you know, and I remember the first time I got recognized from TikTok. You know, the, yeah. so that was the first time someone recognized me, not for being a doctor, not for being the layman's doctor, but for just being a random person on TikTok. And yeah. that's crazy, but I do understand that there are persons who are like, I don't want to be popular or I don't want to be super popular. They don't want to be like a quiet Perry or or a Tanai or anything like that. But is branding important for this person as well? And is there a difference between curating and creating a brand and being an influencer? Hmm, That's a very good question. 
I do believe that once you're an influencer, you've already established a brand. So I agree with you. I actually think that the, it's a spectrum, right? And in order to be an influencer, you need to have a brand created. But just because you're creating and curating a brand doesn't necessarily mean you are an influencer in the way that we are thinking about influencers. Mm. Because the truth is, no matter what, what, how you want to spin it, I'm technically an influencer. You know, I have influence within my space, but everybody knows that that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, being paid to make posts, you know, being paid to show up or having sponsorships on your videos. You know, like we're thinking about the Kim Kardashians, you know, the the local ones, Quiet Perrys and other local influencers. I personally don't think there's one without the other. I just think it's mostly based on the categories, but the keep the points that you're saying i'm getting them i'm hearing them and i'm i'm definitely seeing how they're useful but what i want to know now is after i have created brand me mm-hmm. i've sat down i've thought who is samantha and i think that's something that i may have kind of done subconsciously i'll be very honest i kind of created the layman's doctor from a place of selfishness you know, I want mm-hmm. to say I have a podcast where I talk about the journey of the layman's doctor, but, you know, I had just finally figured out what part of medicine I liked. And, you know, I like writing, but I don't like having to write. So it was always a case of, oh, I'm interested in these topics. You know, I want somewhere to share these topics, but I really ran the layman's doctor for a very long time on vibes. Mm-hmm. For the past couple of years, it has always been based off of vibes. It has been, well, when I am ready to write, I will write. And in the last year or so, boy, the vibes never did a hit. And I was not doing anything. For those of you who remember, there was quite a while where I was not putting out podcasts. But now I have evolved. And I think what has happened is I worked on brand me. So I figured out what it was that I wanted. And what I wanted to do, and I had a friend that literally said to me, like, Samantha, what are you doing? Why are you not posting? There's only so much of, Sam, you haven't posted a, a, a podcast in forever. Or I remember talking about something that happened in the news with healthcare workers. And someone said to me, it was when I wrote about healthcare workers, various healthcare workers that were doing some things in business, you know, the acquisition of Knoxford Court. MD Link buying a, a, a lab and doctor does, you know, opening a hospital and whatnot. And I was talking to some friends like, hey, did you guys hear about this? And they, you know what they said to me? No, did you me. write about it? How are you going to? They're going to be like, how are you going to know about it if you never post, if you don't post it? That's li- like literally what they said. And I think yeah, it was so like you have a responsibility. And- right with great power right comes great responsibility thank you so it was really with those conversations and i realized people were missing me or missing the layman's doctor or better noticing that i was missing so i was like okay i did some soul searching i did some thinking i said boy you know you know i really enjoy the layman's doctor it really makes me feel better you know it's such an amazing feeling when someone goes wow this really helped me it happened literally up to this week 
up to this week i wrote an article about how to choose your internship hospital and a bag of people messaged me like whoa this is so useful i sent it to everybody and that happened because someone asked me hey sam what should i think about when choosing my internship hospital i said to her this is an amazing article so after i sent her my voice note answering the question i went and wrote the article the next day and still sent her about the article she's like yep this helps thank you so much but that aside i want us to finish it off it takes cash to care and we're not gonna act like we're not in the business of making money and it does not necessarily mean that you have to make money from your brand, but there are going to be persons who want to know, how do I make money from my brand? So after discovering brand me, figuring out my product, figuring out my customer, how do I move from branding to getting customers, providing great service or a product, and then moving towards profitability? That's also an amazing question. So, after you've done the research in regards to who you are, what you want to offer, you've made your developments, and now you have extrapolated, same, you've created your channels. What I do believe is that you have another round of research because you might get it right the first time, you might not get it right the first time. For example, um, we're on the topic of blogs and podcasts. You know, there are ways to monetize them through sponsorships, through ads, through partnerships, right? Also, for example, if it is that you're going to include um, different affiliate marketing in your podcast or your articles or blog posts, those are some of the ways that you can monetize. However, as you rightly said, you have to now connect with your niche. You have to establish those channels you have to know how to relate and deliver and you also have to kind of do a budget in regards to what you can offer is it that you're going to build your own website your own platform are you going to piggyback off of those that already exist what can i go online to get free in regards to editing or so so it would depend on the type of dimension you're going into in regards to your brand in regards to your market in regards to your product and then you have to do a little bit research in regards to what are people doing. As you rightly said, you know, there are some cookie cutter ways to doing things and you don't have to reinvent the wheel because there are persons doing what you'd like to do. However, you're offering it in a different style, probably the same style, but with a different type of niche that is special to that niche alone. Um, you're going to have to do some market research. And some of the ways that you can do this is really having what I am doing currently, just starting. I have my group of persons that I ask, okay, look at this. Is this something that you would pay for, right? And you can have different strategies. You can either build your community. You can have your test market. You can also give away freeness and see if person and then start to instrument, say a little subscription, the payments to creative ways. There's a myriad of ways to explore this and it's really going to be tailored to your product. So I gave some examples in regards to the dimension you are in, but it's really going to take a lot of work in regards to testing trials and even changing 
you have even mentioned you know having to go back to the drawing board and kind of reinventing yourself you might have to do that if when you're thinking about influencing and monetization so those are the steps that i would say in terms of researching and kind of finding your way in regards to monetization so what i'm hearing is that you can have monetization in several different routes and aspects it can be mm-hmm. through sponsorship it can be through ads it can be through simply just having your brand and then a person uses whatever product or service you have to offer regardless of what it is so for example if you sell candles and you create this really you know to realize and it works i've been telling more and more healthcare workers this it's not about getting new customers necessarily all the time a lot of times it's about retaining customers particularly Mm -hmm. for healthcare workers you want people to Mm -hmm. come back people are going to come back and they're going to keep coming to you when they like you right Mm -hmm. and that can mean a different thing so i like a call up him name i was talking to daryl dr daly who has been on this podcast before right we spoke about his journey as a medical doctor and as a gynecologist and him is a man we're always a bully me about the layman's doctor right (laughs) and i say it with all the affection in my heart and i was talking to him about his own social media you know he's been doing a lot of videos a lot of reels and we've been talking about and and he talked about how that experience kind of translates to his own physical practice so people come and say but you're you're just exactly the same as you are on your instagram you know and when people come in of course it's mostly women because he's a gynecologist and an obstetrician so unless you know maybe the partner comes in um if they have a male partner you know that's the only time they really he really interface with men per se but you know Mm -hmm. He talks about creating an experience for his clients when they come into his private practice. But that Mm. experience for a lot of us and for a lot of healthcare workers in this digital age is going to start from social media. How many of us, when we meet somebody, we Google the name. We look for them on Instagram. We look for them on LinkedIn. (laughs) So... I think that this is a great conversation. I, I think there is so much more that we could talk about. And I think it's a great part one conversation. This is me locking you in for our next discussion. <laughs> right? Definitely. But I, I, think it has been, <laughs> I think it has been very insightful. So I'm very eager to hear what are your closing thoughts? You know, if someone only listened to the end of this podcast what's one thing you don't want them to leave without so the one thing i would say to this person is get to know who you are self-awareness is where you should start after you become self-aware then find out what is important to you who this can be related to or how you can make yourself relatable to other person and then do your research in regards to your product and how you can build. So whether it is you want to influence, whether it is you want to build a community, whether it is that you want to share your product with the world, first start with you and then develop. Then you can stratify 
represent and then extrapolate. So that is what I would say to that person. And of course, they should listen more to the Layman's Doctor's podcast. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that is my advice. I think that's a fantastic place to end. I think that's a great place to end and a great <laughs> a great piece of advice. Yes, yeah, so thank you. thank you so much for being on my podcast. And I really want to know how can persons reach out to you? How can we join your community or or just find out maybe somebody here listening is like, oh I could I could do an Airbnb. I feel in for a little weekend. How do we nice. reach out to Dr. Notice, to Shaquille? Well, you can definitely find me on Instagram at Shaquille O. Notice. My brand name is sunwealth.co. And if it seems that you need to book an Airbnb, you can definitely send me a DM and I will send you the link to all our listings. We're currently working on our website. We're currently working on building that brand in itself in terms of the listing or the short-term rental brand as well. So there are a lot of things to come and we are so excited to just help and just influence and inspire people who want to become more. That's amazing. Such a great conversation. I got a lot of nuggets from it. I'm really looking forward to a part two. I hope that you guys listening heard something that you can take home. And even if it's just showcasing your hobby, just creating an online presence that represents who you are, or of course, you're interested in turning your brand into a profit. I really hope you learned something today. I hope you check out Shaquille and that you will be intentional with who you put out there. And while I'm saying all these things to you, I'm saying them also to myself, both as Samantha Johnson and as a layman's doctor. As always, if you want to reach out to me, you know where to go. You can send me an email at Samantha at the layman's doctor. You can also go on the contact page of my website at www.thelaymansdoctor at gmail.com. Or you can send me a DM on Instagram or on Twitter. I'm fairly responsive at the layman's DR. Until next time. Bye. <laughs>